When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. WA's Novated Leasing Specialist can save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au Right around Western Australia on SEN. It's Scotty and Goss for breakfast with Scott Cummings and Tim Gossage. Six and it is 13 degrees. The sun is up. There's blue skies are plenty. We're heading for a top of 25 degrees. And the old firm is back together again. Yeah. Mark Duffield starts at 8 o'clock. <laughs> Morning, mate. Hello, Morning, everybody. Scotty. Good to have you back. No, terrific to be back. Terrific to be back. Fantastic. Land of 25 degrees is nice. Yep. I've never heard of that over where I was. Yeah, oh well, we don't want to wish that. Stupid. Don't come in and winch, mate. Hey, um, say you're glad to be back. And- no, I am. I'm really excited yeah. to be back. I missed that. I'm, I missed a whole week of uh, not hearing I'm going to be phenomenal. <laughs> so you better be good. Missed that. I was good. Because, you know, the rotating co-hosts, you know, like Gilly for 30 weeks, then you step in, then you go away and have Shep for two, Hammer for two, Shep for one, and you're back. It's not easy being as good as I am to be able to... to right, I'll see you later. Work, I need another spell. To work with four blokes of different prowess, different traits, yeah. different skill sets. Yeah. It's not easy. Different triggers. It's not easy being me. Yeah. And it's not easy being the main man the whole time and the and the funny guy. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm the king. Oh, good to have you back. How was well, Melbourne? Good to be back. I did, I've, got to, I've got to say, I did steal your line a couple of times. Which one? Get in, whack, whack. No, not that. <laughs> Never used that ever, ever. I did say a couple of times. His name's and I went away without the kids. So there's oh. a couple of times I did say... I'm about to be phenomenal, so you better be good. I've got to be phenomenal. Uh, Robbie. Uh, I saw, speaking of Robbie, I saw Delta at the races, surrounded by paparazzi and security. Do you have security? She did, yes. She did. Why? And, well, I don't get well, that. because there's people like me floating around. <laughs> good point. <laughs> <laughs> Not that she needed. She looked lovely. Yeah, she's gorgeous. She looked cold. Yeah. I did. <laughs> yeah, well... It's about ten degrees for most of the Melbourne Cup days. Nothing a jumper won't fix, mate. I wore a I wore a big coat. Even Nomesy smart enough wore did a big on, jacket. Did you have anything on the underneath? <laughs> <laughs> maybe hence the security. <laughs> <laughs> they heard of they heard of me on Derby Day. Uh, okay, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions about the trip. Right, so fantastic. So you went across there, Derby Cup Oaks. 
you were back Saturday. Did you go for three days? No, I didn't. We didn't go to Oaks. We were a bit, we were a bit, we hit a bit of a wall. Realised, <laughs> realised we're not twenty-one anymore. And but, uh, but you could have left uh, Gnomes at home, and you could have gone to the Oaks Day. No, we're a team. Gnomes and I, we, we dominated. <laughs> we, were, we were both stuffed. It was Friday big, Saturday big Derby Day. Sunday I went and caught up with the with the big G and uh, Fraser. Yeah. So that wasn't little either. And then um, Monday had a wedding. Oh, you had a wedding? Had a wedding on. On yeah, Monday. Beautiful Nat and, oh, it's a, it's a, um, and Sheldon Dodds. Congratulations. Sheldon's a, a good Chevron man here, great person. It's a public and, holiday, was it, Monday? Or was it well, Sunday? it's an unofficial public holiday in Melbourne. Not many people go to work. Sure, sure. And uh, a lot of schools had the day off. Yep. And it was Halloween. They, geez, they get into Halloween. Yeah, in they got into Ooh. Halloween. Uh, so had a wedding. And then Tuesday was Cup. And you know, caught up with some friends from our old hood, and only seventy-one thousand went to the cup. Well, there was only, there was only seventy at, at Derby Day as well, which I was shocked because normally Derby Day is the biggest day of of the carnival, hundred thousand. Um, yeah, the weather wasn't awesome, but it wasn't that bad on on Derby Day. It was mm. typical Melbourne. It rained a bit, and then the sun came out, and you got hot, and then it rained a bit again, and then the sun came out, and you got a bit hot, and then it rained a bit again, <laughs> and then it, then the sun came out again. But um, Tuesday it. I don't. I haven't heard this. Mate, Tuesday it hailed twice. Park that oh, story. Hang on, hang on. Something, big that story. Just, something big has just happened. We're on alert here. We're on alert here at uh, on the Toolkit Depot studio. Yep. Speaking of security, uh, well, surrounded by security. What, what, what's, what's happened here? I don't know. But security's coming everywhere. What is? What is? Security is in the house, and oh, that makes sense now. <laughs> oh, it's eight past six. At eight past six, and the new boy. The eight new pa- boy trying to impress mate, the bosses mate, has come in. Mate, coming in at eight past six. Yeah. Ain't going to last. The you bosses want... aren't here, mate. They don't <laughs> see you. Yeah, mate. It's not on security when you walk in at eight past six, mate. Don't Duff worry about that. He's in the house for his brand spanking new show. Yeah, Mornings with Mark Duffy. Beauty. Can't wait. Starts at eight o'clock, eight till not ten. Not sure an entourage of seven security is required. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, good stuff. Duff is in the house and uh, looking forward to hearing what he has to say. Uh, Paul cheerleaders. Heath. Cheerleaders have just walked in. What is going on here? <laughs> this is what this is what this is what, this is what Duff my, has to follow. <laughs> what grinds my gears with with Hutchie and all the hierarchy oh, at this They listen. Oh, no. I saw him on Tuesday. He said he listens. When I was hiding from the weather in the SEN marquee. <laughs> what about Bendigo Spirit in the WNBL? Tell me they're going okay. It, <laughs> Please tell me they're going. They okay. beat the Perth Lynx by nineteen. <laughs> Come on, Arch. Uh, You're making it hard. You're making it hard for yourself, I tell you what, Archie. though, but Wildcats fans... Because we own the Bendigo Pioneers in the WNBL, and they beat the Perth team, the Perth Lynx, who look like the Wildcats, but they're no longer with the Wildcats. Um, rest assured, though, Wildcats fans, I, um, I bailed up, Archie, and I had a chat with him about his shooting. It's been terrible. I saw a couple of articles. His rebounding has been non-existent whatsoever. You saw the one article twice, you uh, Yeah, I saw, I saw the one article <laughs> twice. Um, it is... Pressure on D is just All right, putrid. let it go. Nah, I've well, seen no, people blow an arch. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, fair I know. But you know what happens? So I cast an eye over it while I was away, and I didn't like what I saw. I come back to town. <laughs> Look what happens. Yeah. I'm never leaving again. Yeah, and Brady Manning's going to join us fresh from his uh, career high professional basketball performance, twenty five points. My man, you a lot of lot jumped off. I did. Um, I'm never leaving again except for in a couple of weeks where I've just got to shoot off.
for a few days. Ryan Campbell's going to join us. What about that? Oh, what? Great story. What a year it's been hey, for Camber. Hey, do you recall a piece of commentary um, from the Pakistan-Zimbabwe game? I remember what happened yesterday. When a commentator wrote off Pakistan and said they were pointless and they were gone and it was all over and they were out of the competition. Well, they're into the semis. Yeah. <laughs> that commentator. Where's he gone now? He's sitting right here yeah. looking in a room of mirrors. Right now? We're having a chat thanks to McCafe. Win free McCafe coffee for your year. Visit the My Maccas app. Adam Gilchrist is going to join us before seven. Gilly, of course, working beautifully over there. And uh, we put our socks on this morning for McHappy Day by purchasing those $5 pair of silly socks. I got the hamburger with the lot. Socks. I'm oh, the fries man. You're the fries man. For Mac, it's only five bucks and all money raised does go towards Ronald McDonald House charities as they continue to help seriously ill children and their families. And on Saturday night here at Crown is the big Ronald McDonald ball, of which uh, Huge event. doing the auction, which I love. Oh, yeah. Yep. Now, <clears throat> did you do a event on Saturday? An event? Uh, did you MC something no, or auction I did, something? I did the auction for Zero to Hero. Okay. Uh, not getting yeah. many MC gigs anymore, are you? The... <laughs> Who MC'd it? Uh, Mick Collis. Never heard of Mick, but anyway. Mick yeah. is the, the poet to the stars. Fantastic. Sudoku oh. man, Mickey Collis. Oh, that Mick. Gotcha. Funny but man. you did the auction. I just... It... How'd you go? I, I was very... No, in your normal, <laughs> humble opinion. <laughs> no, I was... How did you go? I'm the king. Uh, it was one of my better ones. Yeah, in fact, in fact, probably in the top three of, of not so much the money raised because that's sort of secondary. It's no, the, it's a fairly important part of what your job is, mate. No, for me, it's not. It's a chance to sell myself, to be funny, uh, to be sort of um, work the crowd. Why don't you do that here? You should try that here. <laughs> so were you funny? Yeah, I actually had them. It was one of those moments rolling in the aisles. It was, a, <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those moments, right? So we do a few sporties and that sort of thing, where you walk off and you go, I'm not sure if I'm a, uh, in your case, I'm not sure, or in my case, I'm not sure if I'm a guest speaker or the comedian for the Yeah, night. well. But you rolled off and said, I'm not sure if I'm the auctioneer or the stand-up. Stand-up. I, I, was, I was stand-up one auctioneers too. A, a lady said something on LinkedIn said, one of the funniest performances I've ever seen. For holus bolus. So, is that a compliment? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the funny point. thing with when it's written, <laughs> doesn't necessarily show context. That's a very good point, yeah, you mate. Know and you know what the best thing is? You're going to be thinking about that all day. I yeah. bet you get back to her today. <laughs> I'm going to check your LinkedIn today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, McDonald's, give us the coffee. And we've already had one this morning. Just a reminder, coming up on the show, Adam Gilchrist is going to join us. Uh, Tim Gossip. We've got one piece of Timmy Gossip, which I'm looking forward to mentioning. Eli- Elijah wow. Hewitt. <laughs> oh, that's new. Eliza Hewitt, Brady Manick and Ryan Campbell going to join us. And after 8 o'clock, Mark Duffield, the mornings with Duff. Can't wait for that one between 8 and 10 Monday to Wednesday. How does he hit it today? Does he hit it with something groundbreaking and controversial? That's normally the way. But I've spoken to Duff. He says he's got nothing. He's still working on actually the content. <laughs> that's why he's in it, 10 past 6. <laughs> to uh, scramble so again. If that's the, the, the standards he's going to set, yeah. that mean we have to start getting in at 10 past 4? My alarm doesn't go off for another 20 minutes. That's going to be some serious lifestyle changes. <laughs> it's already been enough. I must admit, you were in before me today. Yeah. And I didn't quite know what had happened. Had one of those nights. And I was only talking to my brother-in-law about it yesterday, actually. About, I said, oh, 4.30 alarm, so I start again tomorrow. And he goes, do you have those nights where you wake up and you're checking the time, checking the time? <clears throat> I said, sometimes. Last night, 
sat bolt upright in bed and went, no, no, first day back, I missed it. <laughs> Touched my phone, 12.35. Oh, I hate to sleep. That, but you know what, before you go on, when you do that and you see it's 12.35, and, you, and in your case you know you've got another four hours to go. It's a beautiful moment. Oh, you just go, this is amazing. I could, I could do without, four more I could, hours. I could do without the 10 seconds of... Uh, 190 heartbeat. <laughs> Grief. And then uh, so back to sleep oh. I go. <laughs> Happens again. 120. Happened again, 3 o'clock. Happened again, 10 past 4, gave up, got up. So that's why that's I That's why you're a tad early mm. here today. I was a bit late. I was a bit slow to move today, which is... Uh, oh, you've been busy being a comedian MC. Yeah. No, sorry, not MC. Sorry, I don't want to mention the war. Comedian auctioneer. Mm. Good stuff. Zero to hero. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Nine hundred nine yeah, Ashley Harrison, nine hundred people in the house. Fantastic. Nine hundred obviously not many putting their hands in their pocket. Uh, auction was flat. No, auction was good. <laughs> was it? Auction was real good. Uh what did they raise the money for? Uh, for Zero to Hero, for children's yeah. mental health. Oh, brilliant. Um, yeah, and... Uh, Love it. Yeah, they do camps and everything, and they um, try to build their own campsite, which is absolutely brilliant. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of... Good people doing really good things. You're, you need a lot of money to build a campsite in Peppermint Grove, but they're looking forward to... to... <laughs> <laughs> you like what I did there? Yeah, yeah I thought it was funny. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's, that's the type of stuff. That's not what they're doing. Hey, that's the type of stuff. Was it? When the free... You, 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 you've rehashed that from Saturday, haven't you? You used that on Saturday. No, I used it. No, one, one person did ask me, have I really been married four times? Because that's the one I wheel out a lot. Um, and... Um, I said no. No, a couple technically were annulled within a day or two. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you what, heading that way very quickly. Oh, Brody's <laughs> in trouble. Oh, no. 13, 12, 55 or text 0487736736. Australia's out of the World T20. Wow. All right, so they're out. Wildcats had a win over Adelaide, which was brilliant. So they snapped their five-game no, losing streak. They were man. gutsy. They were gutsy. Without Bryce Cotton for three quarters, I mean, he mm. lit it up late, but his first three yeah. quarters, he was like, he was it really helped. bad. And I, I, well, was, I told you, I'm worried about his inconsistency. Well, I was looking for him to be sacked. I was waiting for the call. Mm. Yeah, wa- waiting for people to jump <laughs> on board. Imagine if Hutchie does that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, doesn't have anything to do. Can I just no, mention, no, Hutchie has nothing to do with the team? I agree, but... He should have a bit more to do with the team. <laughs> he doesn't actually. No, he only jumps on when they win. In that article that I read it's twice... Not whack, whack. That article I read twice in the same edition of the paper, he was wearing a nice red shirt. He was. He was under pressure to come to that game too, remember. Yeah, red's not complimentary. Really? Had to wear it a few times in the EJ Witten game, and I begged them to go with a different colour, but red was the colour of choice. colour? Oh, it's dark colours, man. Is it really? Yeah. Dark. And what about hoops? Oh, no, hoops no good. I had two chances to go to Geelong <laughs> and went, mm, they're not going to suit me. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to put Adelaide. Um, I don't know if you were with me. Uh, I think, yes, you were. Where I I've only been gone a week, mate. I know. I lost my wallet. Yeah, and I was with you then. Heard okay, all about okay, it. I can tell the story, right? Oh. So, so I lost my wallet, right? Have you boys? spoken about this since? Nah. Oh, good. Well, I've been devastated. I had to. I've, I've had to go off my phone to buy everything. And you know how you go into, you go into a, you're behind someone in a shop, and they go to their phone, they can't remember their password, and it's <sighs> the, the wallet on the thing, and they go Come beep, on, and it doesn't work, and you don't get the internet, and anyway, and it just really grinds I mean, my gears. I only mean, just started using my phone about two weeks ago <laughs> to pay for stuff. Yeah, well, <laughs> Up until then, I was insert card, check account, yeah. pin number, and people been buying me in the bars, and they're like, oh, yeah, that, you old tool. No, but I'm, that's me, and I'm happy with that, but I'm more, I'm, I'm more the old cash tool. guy. 
Oh, cash guy. Yes. You go to some place and they don't take cash. Oh, that's just disgust me. It's not on. Or when you go to a lot of places, I'm not going to say what ones, and they only take cash. <laughs> Dodgy little units. Yeah, it's like, it's like when you host a gig and they only pay in cash. Yeah. Or, or yeah. Then they say the dreaded words. Oh, boy. Uh, Invoice. Invoices. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not invoicing oh, you. What? Those are the days. Hey, um, so anyway, yeah, so I lost wallet. my wallet. So cut a long story short. Lost my wallet. Probably, what, probably just shy of just shy of two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. So I went shopping. Lost my wallet from the shop to the car park or somewhere in between. Yes. Went to another shop. Where's my wallet? Ah, must have left it in the trolley or in a bag. Anyway, went. To, Back you went. Asked. No, sir. No. Don't be retrace your stre- steps from the. Yep. T- take that photo off the screen. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, there's a shot of Scotty. Oh, I was just mucking around when a I shot was of Scotty running with the ball away from under his arm. Campbell Brown. And I you know, did the old shoulders up, neck, and run fast. And I was just mucking around. People think that's how I run. <laughs> anyway. Yes, wallet. Back to, back to my story. Anyway, <laughs> the wallet was gone. Anyway, on Saturday morning. Stop it. At your front door. Oh, hello, I wasn't there. My daughter answered the phone. She said they knocked on the door and said, look, we found this wallet. No cash in it. No, no, it wasn't, but it was no cash. <laughs> yeah, no. No it cash. It wouldn't have been anyway. No cash. Anyway, uh, and um, all the cards goes on. We found them all scattered over the ground. And I went, oh, right. I've obviously gone through it. Yeah. But they've left in my two Westpac cards. So what sort of thief would take those? But then, penny dropped, didn't it? I now, it all comes flooding back. Roof of car, drive down road, turn right, turn left, sharp, rolls off, splats on the ground, cards everywhere. So you left it on your roof. And that's where, so I've driven, I reckon, a K and a half with it on my roof because, you know, you just do. But I've done the sharp left turn to go to the next shop. So it's all over the road. They packed it up. But this is where I get, and I'm so grateful that there's good people in the world, but all cards have been cancelled subsequently and all new cards are about to be reissued, RAC card, Medicare card, licence, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Hassle. Complete hassle. Thinking, well, one day. Oh, we found on it roof, on the day they are 100 metres from my house. No. And they've carried it for two weeks. Oh, that's hard to be grateful. When you find find something and there's an address in it, It bring it around. Immediately. It's 100 metres from your house. Real hard to be grateful. So did you wander down and knock on their door and give them a serve? I was really unhappy. (laughs) I just thought I'd rather not have found it. I'd rather have them not have found it after all the pain and angst I've been through. On the roof. Yeah, but that's irrelevant. They found it. And I live 100 metres from where they found it. And they went, ah, we'll get it back in. We'll wander down in a couple of weeks' time. I'll be busy. (laughs) No, that's really hard to be appreciative. 21 past six. Did you miss on this day? Not for one second. 7th of November uh, is the day today. Good. And all I'm going it's to say... after Namesy's birthday. Yeah, happy birthday to Namesy. Happy birthday, Namesy. I'm going to give you three names that appear. Should have said that yesterday. On the 7th of November. <laughs> Oops. Yeah? Joni Mitchell. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she had something about a car park. Mark Philippoussis. The Pert. And Lord with an E. On this day, 7th day of November, Scotty Cummings is back in the house. Not a single text for Scotty to say hey, welcome hey, back. Hey, hey, there is too. Good to have you back, Scotty. 
Oh, maybe next time you go away, Gosh should get into some Pilates to strengthen his core, saying he's carrying everyone. I'll bugger off, Twinkles. Birthdays, events, and some of the great moments in history. It's on this day. Mm, there we that go. it is for the seventh day of November. And I've just had a quick chat to Mark Duffield and Paul Heath. Heater out there of always packing Heath, who is out there, the producer. We've asked him to stop coming in so early and, and making us look pretty ordinary. Yeah, not only that, stop having a show with big names on it and trying to break stuff. What? That's not what we're about. That's not what we do. <laughs> we're not supposed to do that, are we? Well, we are, but we've changed it. We've more about us. Texts have come <laughs> flying in. They have now. Yeah, everyone's happy. Thanks very much for all the nice words. We had a caller too, Goss. He was from the towing company. The internet was down. But <laughs> we'll it doesn't to, matter. We'll get to the text in a moment. We've got to get more pressing matters because it is on this day, seventh day of <laughs> November. Johnny Rivers, he's still going strong. Who is that? Australia. Not the greatest start, to be honest with you. Wait a minute. Here we go. Wait for the chorus. Summer Rain, 1968, number one in Australia. You've got another one called Mountain of Love, which is how I'm often described. <laughs> 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 Joni Mitchell, 79 today. Oh, that you don't know what you've got till it's gone. You pay for it, I put up a parking lot. I told you she had a car, mate. Who was the band that uh, covered this? Counting Crows. Counting Crows. Christopher Knight is 65. Who's Christopher Knight? No he, idea. He played Peter. Here's a story oh. of a lovely lady who was bringing up three very lovely so girls. Oh my God. All of them had hair of gold. No, like has got back on here. The youngest one. I'm going to go off straight away. Oh, you're Peter Brady. Peter's the middle child. He's like Jan. Yeah, sort of Jan. like the forgotten Brady's. The issues. Always the issues yeah. in the middle, in there. Yeah, which had braces and sort of just didn't work for it. Hey, <laughs> David Gweller is 55. Cause I'm oh. oh, there we are. Oh, no, he's jamming. Oh, I'm not missed watching Goss Jam. I'm doing that scissor thing with my hands. Like, oh, I can't look at you. You know I can't look at you when you're there. Awkward. David Guetta. Good song. 55. Should be more of him later. Charlene Spatiri from Glasgow. Yeah, you can say what you want, but it won't change my in a bag from Texas. Was she? Yeah. She's from Glasgow. Scott Lobman, Glasgow. Doesn't make any sense. Have you been to Glasgow? No, I haven't. I went there Did for the Commonwealth yes. Games. Yep. With a previous employer? Uh, yep. That was no fun. Got a few good things out of them. Ah, I had a great time at Channel 10. I've actually had a, a more thought process about the journey that I was on at Channel 10. I just love bringing it up. <laughs> it makes your mind spin a lot. No, it was seriously 31 of great years. Yep. 31 great years. <laughs> Probably could have been given the red carpet departure, but <laughs> the last one wasn't great. The thirty second was pretty shot. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got? Scott Man! Commanding position now for Mark Philippoussis. He's the world's please. best player. Who? Who It's his birthday's forty six today. Binger Lee is also forty six today. Red Lee on his way. Can he get a wicket here? So Matt Corby, of course. Now, Matt Corby was runner-up in Australian Idol in 2007. Yeah. Somebody call up to your brother. He's calling out your name. Yeah. 
manly song, isn't it? Guns out. Uh, you got your what out? Your guns. So, Matt wow. Corby, if I said to you, who did Matt Corby finish runner-up to in Australian Idol? I'll give you 20 guesses and you won't guess it. It didn't kick on? Natalie Gauchy. Natalie Gauchy won it. No relation. Not related to me. <laughs> no, not that. Darren Gauchy. Darren, that's it, damn it. <laughs> oh, no, Mick Gauchy. <laughs> Mick, I went to school with him. Well, Mick, well, Mick Gauchy was um, Darren Gauchy's brother, who was also ah, a jockey. That, that might have been him. Lordy with an E, 26. And we'll never be That train's running on time this morning. Tomorrow, mate. AirPods now. They're not standing on landlines and stuff. Or they're good. They're what? They're not, they're not listening to their wireless. <laughs> not they're on the train on line. They got, the train turned up. They got on with their AirPods. They're still listening. What's the standing on a landline? Oh, I don't know, mate. I told you it was a big one. Melbourne Cup was run for the first time. got a little dumber. On this day in 1861. That's tough. I'll love them up. LRB, number six in America, with this... Classic. Number six in America. Yeah. With that. Yep. Uh-huh. In 2002, a gentleman did a last time tour. It was officially commenced his last time tour. Who do you reckon that last time tour was? Started in 02, finished when? Yes. Yeah. Still probably young. Oh, John Farnham. On your January, good man. Leonard Cohen. A he's a ripper. We wish you well. saw is what you, what you got. Oh, no doubt. There's no fake with John Farnham. All right, the train has now gone into another. It's gone across the Nullarbor. Can you shut up for five minutes? Leonard Cohen died on this day in 2016. That's brought us down a bit. Day. Yeah. And so did Bones Hillman, Wayne Stevens. He was the bass player with Midnight Oil. He died in 2020. On this day, November 7, happy birthday, celebrating a birthday. Lots of great names still to come. Speaking of great names, Adam Gilchrist, Brady Manick from the Perth wow, yeah. Cats will join us. My man. Duff will be in the studio to tell us what everything he's got that we haven't. And Ryan Campbell <laughs> from the Dutch cricket team will also join us. Well, he's no longer uh, the Dutch cricket team. He's now a freelancer. Well, he'll be sought after. Yeah, absolutely. And they'll be celebrating. A couple of wins. Clogs off. 26 <laughs> away from seven. Let's close my eyes and really get into that. Oh. It's 24 away from seven. So many texts coming in. We'll get to those in a moment on the text line. The Toolkit Depot open line is also open 13, 12, 55. Here for a sports update, which says in big black letters, currently unsponsored, is Special K, producer to the star and Scotty Cummings. Yeah, there's a spot open there. Spot open for on this day at the moment as and well. Let so. me just tell you, everyone out there, it won't be expensive. <laughs> Nothing on this show is it's all very competitively priced, <laughs> Scotty. <laughs> uh, good version, that, by Canning Crows. Do you prefer that or the Joni Mitchell? No, that one. No, that one. Yeah, oh, I so yeah. No, I love Joni Mitchell. I think Joni Mitchell's an icon of the industry, but I, I do think the Canning Crows one is, is yeah, better. But that's got nothing to do with the sports update, so can you please move on? Yeah, okay. 
semi-finals for the World Cup. You'd think the producer would be on time. Oh, locked in. <laughs> I'm all, don't worry. I know what I'm doing. Do you? Yeah, it's all about stretching it out here yep. so that we all which means catch up got, which to means time. Stretching it out here means you haven't got us a guest for... 6.40. Gilly's dropped out. He's as a card. Now, Gilly is coming up to talk about the World Cup because the semis are locked in. We've got New Zealand up against Pakistan. Thank you. And India and I do. England. Don't Four care. best teams are in it. Agreed. Who wins? Goss. Pick one right now. Uh, England. Yep, England for me. I think it's just a matter of who I dislike the least. I'd love in, I'd love India and Pakistan. So good. Oh. They could sell it. They could be a best of three and they'd get a hundred thousand yeah. every year. Oh, I see. So licking their lips. That would be unreal. In a bit of tennis news, Holger ruined stunned Novak Djokovic to win the Paris Masters title. Nineteen year old once uh, three six, six three, seven five in Sunday's final. <laughs> bit of racing news. Willie Pike. Yeah. He's returned in the WA. Oh, he's surprise, riding surprise. at Ascot on Wednesday. Belmont on Thursday. You guys put him on the spot. So come into the studio, Willie. Uh, he said surprise, surprise. He said you'd be back. He said uh, he no, kind he of dodged the question. Nah, I'm pretty sure he said I'd love to do it. Yeah, well. But everyone says that. He said, we'll take said, a look you at it. Can you come in? Oh, I'd love to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've said that a thousand times. <laughs> Talk to my manager, said Willie. Uh, so he's set to ride truly inspired and restful for Bob and Sandra Peters. He's, uh, yeah, looking to make the move permanent. Goss, which he called long ago. Why wouldn't he? As soon as he left. Howled down by Nuffies, like the, Andrew Bones Harmon, where his name is on. Tim Gossip? Yeah, nah, yeah, well, it was, yeah. So that's now gone. We don't need that sequence. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, did you do it in Tim Gossip a week ago? Or no, no, but when we, no, no, but when he first left, I said he'll, he'll be back. He'll just wait for the dust to settle. Just and they said he'll never come back, and they went to town on me, and I really? just thought, you know what? These tired eyes have seen it all. <laughs> no, we've just, we've just cleared a minute as well in the show. And Premier League action yes. last uh, night. Liverpool. Liverpool. They oh. got it done over Tottenham, which was great yes. to see. Gee, you'll Good be to happy. see the Spurs going down. Very, very happy. Aston Villa under their new manager, yes. Unai Emery, beat Manchester United 3-1. Newcastle smashed Southampton 4-1. Mm. And Arsenal. Back to the top of the table, baby. They beat Chelsea 1-0. Absolutely walked all over them. Should have been more, but one they needed it as well. 1-0 to the Arsenal. Hawker 1-0 game. It was really the first good. half was reckoned it was amazing. Really good. I, I was listening to it on the radio. Oh, I was there close last misses was oh, there. Yeah, there were. Do you, watch it? Do you watch it on Optus Singo? I watched it on Optus. How do you get that on your Telstra TV? I don't have it on my Telstra TV. Where do you have it? It's, it's on the laptop. Conflict. Oh, Conflict. no. Laptop, but You don't. You're not one of those, you pinch it. Cheapy, like gut, you know that thing. You know what they? No, I just go to the website on Optus Sport and <laughs> spit it out, mate. What's What's it watch do? it. You know when people pinch stuff. Yeah, pi- do I pirate it? Pirate. Do I, do you pirate do I legally it? stream it? Yeah. No, I, I won't. You do a lot of other stuff, though, I don't had you? to go through all last night because... <laughs> legally. Yeah, I've got, I'm the biggest pirate there is. But no, I... I, I, I be sure to be sure. I had to go through last night <laughs> to, pay, to pay extra. <laughs> Optus has raised their prices. Have they? Seven bucks extra a month or something to watch the oh, Premier League, terrible. even if you're already an Optus customer. No, that's to upgrade their cyber security. What about me? I have lost have all my online... Papers. I've been. They've been asking me to update my subscriptions. Oh no! I'm not going to do it. No. I just thought about it. I couldn't believe I was doing it in the first place. <laughs> behind a paywall. Unbelievable. It's like having this show behind a paywall. Who do you? Oh, there's an idea. Oh no! Go visit our Patreon. Craig, it's okay. We don't need to charge people for it. Craig, we've got some quality stuff, but we could have a really good stuff behind the, the podcast paywall. Yeah, that's a good idea. No, no, don't do them anymore. Can't help you. 
Contribute to another Wildcats import, maybe, with uh, that sort of cash. Don't need one now. You're right, actually. Brady is back, baby. We're back. We're done. Hey, Gilly's going to join us. Never did anywhere. He was just finding his feet. That's Uh, true. Really quickly, let's get through some text if we can, because Gilly does not wait for no man. So, uh, morning, Scotty and Goss. Maybe Duff can focus on what a debacle the glory have been. Oh, hello. Uh, Brad (laughs) Shepard is the self-congratulator votes board. Closely followed. Yeah, he did. He did get on the, yeah. Good to have Scotty back. Uh, morning, boys. Good to have you back, Scotty, from your FIFO shift. Yeah. Twinkle says, look forward to uh, having a chat to Elijah Stewart. Yep. And Roy reckons that he said that about uh, Willie Pike 12 day, twelve hours ago. Yes, Roy, but I'm famous. So, and, and, just, and, and when I speak, I'm people famous. We sleep. Yeah, we sleep. That's it. I was in bed early last night. Hey, stay with us. Plenty more to come. Big show because all of that <laughs> gobbledygook stuff is done and dusted. There is no Tim Gossip. It's now been because we just. I've got one for you. No, 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 you've got one. You've still got a Tim Gossip. Mark Duffield's going to join us. Not from me, though. <laughs> I said I've got one for you. Not from me, though. You can mention it here. No. I'll let you in all on right, Tim gonna, Gossip. All right, I'm going to give you... Because yeah, we're going to get a break. I'm going to give, give you one guess. I was at the uh, the Bazo Hotel yesterday, the newly refurbished, beautiful place, and uh, there was a signed jumper, signed Eagles jumper on the wall. Tim Gossip's meant to be short. Don't need long and stories. it said signed by the player, and then underneath it, written by said player on the frame jumper, 2008 AFL inductee hall, uh, uh, 2008 AFL Hall of Fame inductee. So they wrote their name and their number, and then wrote underneath it, 2008 AFL Hall of Fame inductee. Don't get, tell me who it is. Uh, don't tell me who it is. I'm not going to tell you, but I don't reckon you need too many guesses. All righty. Is Embers nah, listening to the show? Not Embers. No, no 17 away from Not 7 Brawny. o'clock, 14 degrees, heading for the top of 25. Brawny's bought a new house. I noticed that was a part of Tim Gossip as well. This is <laughs> Scotty and Goss. Cathedral ends a sharp pursuit. Two to win. He'll get one of those round the corner. He might want the second here. He takes it on. Danger end. Sharmasuit's through. And Pakistan are through as well. Yeah, incredible. Pakistan are through to the last four. It was only here about a week ago where they looked like they were dead <laughs> and buried. But and someone wrote them off. I did write them so off. They are done. Pointless was the words. One man who would have been pretty faithful to the Pakistan camp is, of course, our very own breakfast host and the man I probably prefer working with most times in that same chair over there. He finishes on the the screen behind you. He's more than welcome to come back whenever he wants. Kaya has every match of the World Cup ad-free live. Adam Gilchrist, where do we find you, great man? Good morning. Hey, good morning, Goss, Scotty. Hey, Goss, just take Take it easy there, mate. Don't worry. Scotty and Gilly went all right when we were down. Yeah. Three so don't, don't just assume you're going to be sitting in one of those uh, seats. Right? Uh, in your own words there, Goss, wackity whack whack. Good you, Gil. That was a good show. I've pitched it uh, over the last week. And it, uh, let me just say there's a fair bit of interest. Take it on board. I think yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I am um, in Adelaide. Still, after oh. the uh, weekend's activities here, about to, not far from boarding a plane to head back home. But um, yeah, wow, what a day of World Cup action yesterday! Incredible. <laughs> who who would have thought? No. Who would have thought? So, who's hurting the most, Australia or South Africa? Oh yeah. Um, you meant to say good question. Yeah, yeah I, I know. I was about to. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Well I just whacked you. I can't just back you up with one of those. Yeah, well played. Uh, yeah, it is. A, no, it is a good question, Timothy. Um, oh. yep. We, oh, look, I think South Africa would be more stunned, wouldn't they? They'd be shocked more than Australia. It felt like a slow burn 
um, throughout that tournament, right from the from the first night when Australia were blown away by New Zealand, we everyone knew that they were playing catch up to try and get ahead of the ledger by way of run rate and, and trying to keep winning and and they did. They kept winning. Obviously, the washout against England probably proved uh, fatal in cricketing terms in the end. Whether they would have won that one or not, it's anyone's guess. But they were they were always off the pace, so it felt like a slow slow churn for them. That the inevitable turned up. Uh, whereas South Africa, I thought they were. Uh, they were one of the favourites. I had them absolutely penciled into the semis. I thought their their batting lineup was powerful all the way down. Their pace bowling, and then mixed with some subtle spin. But I was talking to Cambo Ryan Campbell. I, I believe you're chatting with a little bit later on. He um, we caught up for a, a cool treat just a couple of nights ago, and I said, "How are your boys feeling about taking on South Africa?" And he said, "Well, you know what? They're, they're you know, they, they always sort of prepare well and, and, and we talk all the talk before going into it. They're probably a bit nervous, but he said, you know what, South Africa haven't had their true South Africa World Cup moment yet where every World Cup they find a way to do something wrong, do something they chose, they uh, get the Duckworth-Lewis-Stern system wrong, they, they you know, forget to run on the last ball of a tie game or whatever it might be. Um, and sure enough, it turned up yesterday. And but wow. that was credit to the to the Dutch team, eh? Hey? They were they were brilliant. But um, but yeah, frustrating Australia. Hey, I, I thought tactically in that last game, they they really exposed themselves there by way of selection, and then even in, within the game, um, some of the decisions, particularly around the batting order, and uh, when they were trying to trying to chase that not just a win, but a big convincing win. Um, it didn't make sense. The explanations that have come out didn't quite make sense. Were we too conservative, Gil? That's what I was going to ask you. Like, we didn't seem to make any changes. So from after that first uh, belting by New Zealand, surely we had to maybe change things around a bit because we were chasing tail the whole time. Were we just too conservative in the end? Uh, I don't know that through the, the following game, Scotty, there was too many selection um, issues there. There was, there was a bit of pressure on Pat Cummins, a bit of uh, a few question marks around him. He, his first couple of games, pretty expensive, and should Kane Richardson come in? And, and, and Richardson's highly thought of as a, a very um, talented and skillful bowler at the end of an innings, a death overs, as we call them. And, and he, I mean, he can get it done at the top too. He, he does regularly in, in big bash picks up, you know, early wickets in power plays, but he. He's respected amongst his peers as a very good finisher. And, and that was why the ultimate decision was made of Richardson ahead of Stark in, in Adelaide against Afghanistan. But that that just explanation was was a fair way off the pace, I thought, in that, you know, he's a good finisher. But what they needed was early wickets. They needed to blow the, that Afghanistan lineup away with, you know, attack, attack, attack. And while Stark's role has changed a, a little bit in the last 12 months, God, I would have thought him charging in with a brand-new white ball, one of the finest that's ever done it with a white ball and, and does it very well with a red ball as well, at the top of the order. If you're a batsman and you're walking out there, you know a bloke's bowling, you know, mid-140s, and he's coming at my toes or at the base of a middle mm. stump. And if he wants, he can shorten me up too. But um, you've got a bit to consider. So Cummins and, and Hazelwood have, have been good servants there too, but I just thought that was a, a missed opportunity. And then... Uh, the batting order, you know, you're chasing quick runs. They, they've they've told Steve Smith, basically, you're not in our best 11. We, we probably feel we need a power game. We need aggression. We're going with Tim David. 
Well, Tim David gets injured. Uh, they bring Smith in, and in, in pursuit of quick runs, they batted Smithy at four, and Maxwell comes in at six mm. and faces 30 balls and gets 50. But so it was a bit scrambled. It seemed and. There's a bit, a bit for them to consider. There is. Uh, look, and it's easy to now all pile on the Australian team because they didn't make the semis, the defending champions, they had soft tissue injuries and, and blue bar blue. But a lot of text this morning and a lot of stuff on social media, Gillian, we can believe what we want. The Australian team isn't lovable right now. One, is that a vibe you're getting when you travel around with the Australian team at the moment or see the Australian team in action? Or is that just as, as, a, as a fallout from a disappointing campaign? The, the fact is that the Australians are not the most loved Australian team like they once were. I'll let you say that, for sure. Actually, they're your words, gosh. But you only got to look at the, um, the crowds. Uh, the, the, the crowds were down. I mean, there, was, there wasn't a, a feeling of a, a huge excitement um, about this World Cup from, from the way that you know, crowds turned up to the Australian Games. Uh, you've only got, you know, on the flip side of that, look at the what was almost a dead rubber to an extent last night yeah. in Melbourne, Zimbabwe versus India, and there's 82,000. Yeah, so that is that's just a whole different conversation, isn't it? That is one of the great phenomena of sport that the Indian passion for the game uh, continues to go to new levels. So that's something that's really positive and exciting about cricket. But, um, but whether whether those crowds being down and the and the appetite or the enthusiasm for the the World Cup is reflective of, of the current team. I've got no idea. Uh, people vote with their feet. So, but again, I don't know whether that's it was just too early in the summer. Whether the footy season was just um, just so recently completed that we weren't ready to move to cricket mode yet. Uh, Any time Australia has hosted a World Cup, men's or women's, it's always been at the end of the summer. So there's a whole build up and and a promotion of it and an expectation for it. But um, yeah, it, it, it felt a little bit flat in that regard uh, around the Aussie team. But, uh, you know, I've got no idea whether that's a lack of mm. um, love or interest in, in that setup. But uh, we'll, we'll see how it plays out over the summer because there's um, plenty of cricket coming up and there's an opportunity. The other thing, too, is parents' families have only got a certain amount of dollars to spread so far across yep. entertainment. Yep. Uh, and Life's there's expensive, so yeah. much out there, isn't there? Yeah, so... You got to pick and choose, and the Big Bash is always, you know, a, a popular one. WA hasn't had Big Bash for a few years, so I would expect that'll be well supported this year. So, um, yeah, there's choices, aren't they? Tough choices mm. for parents to make about, you know, where they spend their dollars. Who wins, Gil? Uh, and are you like me, oh. and just sort of hoping for a uh, Pakistan India final at the MCG? I'd love <laughs> to see it again. Oh, wouldn't we all love to see that uh, if it could replicate what happened the other night, but uh, or a couple of weeks ago there. Um, Mate, Scott, I've got no idea. Throw a dart at it. Throw a dart at the dartboard <laughs> wherever it lands. You're as good a chance as any. I, I promise you. And that's wonderful um, expert advice and, and expert uh, speaking. But yeah, that's... that's the nature of 2020 cricket. Look, look at yesterday. Um, Pakistan, Bangladesh were turning up thinking they were playing a little practice game before they move on to their next next issue. And then the Dutch beat South Africa. So, poor, oh, probably, I think... I think New Zealand will be too good for Pakistan in the semi-final. I think they look like a really balanced, settled team, uh, New Zealand. Um, and then England, India. Oh, mate, that is anyone's guess there. But let, let, let's, let, yeah, uh, I, I, I'll be guessing, but I'll, I'll guess, I'll guess India. 
Yeah, Goss has tipped England to win the whole thing, so rule there. We're lined oh, straight right. through them. Give it a break, mate. Mm. All righty. Wednesday, New Zealand v Pakistan, SCG, 7 o'clock Eastern. And then on Thursday, Indian yep. and England, Adelaide, 7 o'clock Eastern. Of course, the finals on the 13th. Uh, uh, you're coming home. Are you going back? Are you, you got any of the semis? Oh, or yeah. Coming home. Yeah, doing the semi. Home today. Back over for the semi on Wednesday. Uh, and then we'll see where it lands after that. Yeah, good on you, mate. All right. Thanks for joining us. Safe flight, mate. We'll see you at the coffee shop. Gilly joining us on our breakfast, of course, and a regular part of what we do here at SEN. And so I, I think the best host on the whole thing. There it is. Mm. And I reckon when he's not Forward there. Forward to and Scotty next year. Yeah, me too. Big, Absolutely me too. Big stuff. Yep. And uh, it's a shame Hayes is moving on, but that's okay. We'll uh, be fine. I'm looking, <laughs> on the drive. I'm looking forward to the soft the shift. Home. Looking forward to the soft shift. Uh, it's one away from 7 o'clock, 15 degrees. Still to come in this next hour, Elijah Hewitt. He's a young man who's hopefully going to be drafted. Brady Mannix, superstar, wildcat. I mean, those who doubted him. Go and eat it and die. Uh, Perth Wildcats. Uh, and Ryan Cam was going to join us, the Dutch coach. He has clogged off as the Dutch coach, and he's going to join us. Thank you very much. Oh, soak it in, Goss. Beautiful song. Take your place. Swan Districts. We should uh, lead the show with that. Could be producing a lot of superstar young talent in the AFL draft. And one of them is our next guest. His name is Elijah Hewitt. And he's been kind enough to join us at, well, for a young man to get out of bed at nine past seven. That is saying something about his discipline. (laughs) Elijah, appreciate your time. Good morning. Good morning, Jen. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate that a lot. Mate, did you... Uh, this is a question without notice. Did you ask our producer what is the prime time part of the show so you were out to a bigger audience? Is this true or not? Um, I can't confirm or deny that. Um, <laughs> Thanks for yeah, coming on. told me around 7, I just, well, 7.20, I think he said. Yeah. But, um, yeah, good. I'm going to jump on at the best time possible. <laughs> good, man. 7 till 7.30. Means he likes the big moments, Josh. I'm aware of that. Hey, mate, how's it all going? Have you Did you down tools after the season and just go through sort of all the, the bits and bobs that you needed to to put yourself up there, or have you continued training? What's the situation with you? Yeah, so um, the season ended um, quite, unfortunately for us, at Swans, but then I had to keep kicking along because we had the combine about four or five weeks later. So, I, um, yeah, I kept training. In fact, I, I trained a bit, you know, probably harder than I, than I do in season um, just because it was more running-based and got myself up and about for that combine, um, finished with some great results and was able to wind down after that. So since the combine, it's been about four weeks in the combine or maybe five, I've, um, yeah, really dropped the, um, dropped the training levels down um, to, to nearly a minute, basically nothing for a couple of weeks. But... As of the last week, I've started to pick it back up again. So you're building up in your gym right now. You're doing more of your aerobic running. You're not worrying about your anaerobic running. And I guess you're probably in the stage right now of talking to a lot of clubs because, um, yeah, the drafts, I think, are three weeks away now. So it's yeah. getting to the pointy end. Oh, just sounds like my off-season. Really, I mean, that's exactly what I did. Too. I you said down tools. Yeah, I said down tools and stopped listening. Uh, hey, how are you feeling, Elijah? I mean, it's exciting times, mate, and we know you're going to get picked up. There's no doubt about that. Have you got any idea? I mean, you you would have spoken to probably most clubs. Have you got any idea who's more interested in where you're likely to uh, go in the draft? And, and I'm not talking clubs because you're not going to say a club, but what number? Oh, look, I, it is really hard. Um, it's It's one of those things. Now, because of the live trading, like the pick trading, mm. um, you really don't know until a draft night. Um, so, 
look, I'd like to say um, around the, the 8 to 12 mark, like within that, that range, 8 to 12. Um, but look, as I said, it's really hard because some clubs can trade back in. Some clubs, clubs might want to trade out. Um, and obviously with Eagles holding the, the 8 and 12, kind of makes it more of a reality around, those, uh, around that range. But, uh, yeah, it is really hard. I, I, I would like to know, trust me. Um, I would tell you if I knew, but you just don't. So I guess I'll have to wait to the 28th November. Yeah. And I don't know, I guess. I'll, I'll be figuring it out. Very much so. Now, every time we speak to a young man, we have Darcy Jones in the studio, and you'd know him very well. What a lovely young man he is. He's an impressive character. Oh, he's Another such a good kid. The factory. So nice. Steel blue. Enough now. Jed, <laughs> did you see how their Colts went this year? Uh, Jed 16-year-olds, Bus- mate. They're a bunch of 16-year-olds. Jed Buzzlinger, of course, was in the studio as well. Um, just tell us um, about moving. Got no issues? Because we do hear that a lot of young men who go, oh, I don't know if I could go away from home. Is your preferred option to stay in WA or do you not care where you end up? No, no, I generally don't care. Um, obviously, it's a, it's a hot topic going around with a lot of the big players, um, Luke Jackson, David, uh, Paul and Francis. But I just think it's um, it, it's it's not something I'd even give an option. Mm. You, know, my, you know, my goal is to go as high as I can in the draft and irrespective of, of where that pick lands around the country, you take it and run. Um, I, I think, you know, change is great. Um, I, I was able to, to get a chance to move schools and to move friend groups um, in year 11 to year 12. So that was a big change for me. And obviously this is completely different. You know, you change moving across the country, but sometimes, you know, getting out of your comfort zone can breed the best version of you. Mm. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I'd hope that, you know, that where I am in the country or the, the club I go to wouldn't um, determine kind of the, the career that I have, but, it's one of those things you you probably just have to put your um, put your feet firm in the ground and find some good people around you wherever you end up in the country because it's kind of inevitable that you you're going to get a bit of homesickness, um, your family, things like that. But I think if you've got the good support around you, you'll uh, yeah you'll, you'll do pretty well. Um, can I just ask you, Elijah Hewitt is our guest, a young boy from Swan Districts, and uh, tipped to go in the first round of the draft. Um, you done sort of you done media training, um, sort of. Uh, are you good on you know, acting? Do you like being a leader? Um, are you incredibly confident, but not overconfident? And I like that. I think that's a great trait to have. He sold himself beautifully to yeah. eighteen clubs that are just going. We want this young man. Yeah, hundred percent. Are, are, you, are you sort of comfortable on on the stage, so to speak? Yeah, no, hundred percent. It's um, it's not something that really tends to overwhelm me. Uh, my dad's fairly similar. He's quite confident. Um, he's just really good with people and he's a great leader. So I guess when you grow up um, you know, with a person like that in your face and around you, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's been a blessing to really have him around. So I've taken it all on board and um, tried to yeah, tried to really work my leadership skills over the last couple of years and, and that's you know, played out in football and in school and in a lot of different environments. Um, but yeah, I've, you know, I've kind of found it second nature. It hasn't really been something I really think about until you last just brought it up. <laughs> I've got to say, mate, you, you could be the very first Swan Districts person that Goss likes. Uh, it's a hard thing to do. You could be the first Swan Districts uh, person who finished year 12. <laughs> <laughs> Here's us. Oh, I see what I've got to deal with, mate. Hey, uh, when we talk uh, on field, um, there's, there's likenesses to... Christian Petrarca and, and Dustin Martin, there's some uh, big shoes to fill, or is that just the, the style of player that you model yourself on? Um, well, look at it, they're definitely some big shoes to fill, for sure. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, when, when they talk about that, it's, it's more referring to the way I play the game, just like the inside ball that has the ability to go forward and, and you know, impact on the scoreboard. Um, so, yeah, I, I, 
I really do um, like those trades, and those trades I've, I've worked on for the last couple of years. You really do train them, and so I've, I've trained for power, and it's um, you know helped exponentially throughout my game. Um, but yeah, those are some great players, and I think for me it's just um, you know worrying about the process, getting and, and the results will take care of itself. So you know whether I wear a rain up in my career, I'm just going to focus on, on you know what's needed to get there, and um, you know hopefully yeah, I can fill some big shoes and, and make a career out of it. Mate, you are fantastic. We're looking forward to seeing where you can go. We're currently uh, 186 centimetres, 82 kilos, and uh, uh, you do like to get the footy. I've seen a couple of articles and TV stories on you, mate. It's wonderful confidence you've got, but also backed up by the ability. Uh, last one from me before Scotty puts you under the cosh, let me tell you, and you're going to really six test point, you out. Yeah, six-pointer. I think do he's a six worthy point. of a six-pointer. I think he's worthy of a six-pointer. But, but, but last one before you go, Elijah. Are you an Eagles fan, can I ask? No, a lot of people have asked me. I'm, I'm actually not. So my whole family is. Even my immediate family, my whole extended family, um, they're even members to that extent, but um, I've never been. I've never really been a huge footy head, so I've loved playing it, um, but I've never really like watched it that much. The, the, kind of the first, when I started getting engaged with football was when Richmond were in their um, dynasty. So I absolutely love Dusty and, and the Tigers, but I never really went for anyone. I just watched certain players. Uh, which probably is yeah interesting, but oh. I just love watching Good. you know Darcy during his prime right now, a bit of Petrarca and a bit of Luke David Uniac, some of these guys. Yeah, tell you Good what, stuff, not like being it. a footy head, you'll love the AFL. There's only 47 meetings a week, mate. Uh, <laughs> and tapes and uh, and all it, sorts it, of stuff. Once he's in the zone, now we're, now we're going to say, look, we know how you play on the field, mate. Here you, we go. Uh, you are a a star in the making, not there yet, but can get there. But we want to see how quick you are. On your feet uh, and in the brain. So I've got a six-pointer for you. Six questions, short, sharp, and you tell me what you think. Name your favourite sport and athlete other than footy. I'm going to say golf. I'm going to say Tiger Woods. Oh, good start oh, already. Yeah, he's, already he's, shit, mate. he's good. <laughs> he's good. We like you. Oh, mate, we're, like gonna, we're claiming you real quickly, <laughs> Pella, right? We're going to be all over Friend you. Friend of the show. You open your own restaurant. Elijah, what's your signature dish that's going to bring everyone in the door? Butter chicken. Butter chicken? Yeah, okay, nice. Mm-hmm. Don't even need to think about it, do we? Nah, too, nah. Too, too it's almost like he knows the questions. Right, what song gets you up and about? Oh, mate. I don't really listen to much music. Yeah. Um, you don't follow footy, you don't listen to music. What do you do all day, mate? Well, <laughs> <laughs> we go, Old Baby. It's one of my pregame songs, Old Baby. Oh, baby. Well, the boys out the back, the producers who find our music who's, who's for sing, our guests. Who sings Old Baby? Yeah, who sing, who, who sings, sings it? Oh, baby, Caesar, uh, S. Caesar. Oh, is there any swear words in it? <laughs> <laughs> They're swearing in it. We can't play it on our show, mate. But the boys will look for that. Uh, tell us something we don't know about you. Yeah, come on. Um, yeah, well, I'll probably refer to that last one about the, the butter chicken. Is my family's um, like of Indian heritage, so my nan was born in India. So I've got a bit of Indian about me. Hence, you know, probably a bit of my tan skin. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not. Yeah, was my, I was born in Australia. But, yep. yeah, my family's originally from India, my dad's side, anyway. All right. Your cricket team's still in the World Cup, then? No, I don't follow cricket at all. Oh, oh, I'm going to ask you again. What oh. do you do all day, mate? <laughs> Come on, Eliza. Sheepers. <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah, uni, I'm training. I'm, I'm pretty busy. Yeah, good. Yeah, I like it. I all right. Like I've got two more for you. What, like uh, do you have any secret talents? Did you get that one? Put me on the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put me on the spot. You want some wow. think music? We'll give you some think music while you're waiting, mate. Yeah, there we no, go. Everything you've said so far has been worth listening to, so yeah, we we'll give him some time. A bit of think music here, yeah. just for our man, Elijah Hewitt, who doesn't do much, talents. hates well, cricket, doesn't care about footy, and he's Indian. He's got one. It probably is um, 
it's probably like I've got this really good ability to organise things. So if I could like go into, so like I can organise my room really well, like very obsessively, perfectly. Like so I could go into like my brother's room and just go and organise it really well. <laughs> Fantastic. That sounds weird, but I just no, I just I, love like making things look really nice and tidy. <laughs> I like it. Oh, no, no. You should be on the block. No one's ever said that before. <laughs> All right, last one, mate. I'm not sure there's going to be much, but what makes you angry way more than it should? Yeah. Something, little, something, something little that really ticks you off. Oh, golf. Golf. Like, if, you know, you go out having a bad day, swing's not on, contact's not on. I just, I'll, I'll go home furious. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a storm off the course before you're finished or you, you'll get through your 18? Oh, I'll, I'll leave after, you know, 12, 13. Yeah! <laughs> Mate, you've got Goss on board. You're a man yeah. after my own heart. I am the best 12 hole golfer there is no, in Australia. I'm not leaving. I'm playing 18 real crap ones and then I'm going home. Good anyway. on you, Elijah. Hey, mate, is it Elijah? Elijah? How do we say it? Elijah. 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 A lot of people get it wrong. And is it. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people get it wrong. You've used four different terms. Well, that's exactly right because it could be. He could go by Eli. He could go be going Jar. Huey. Huey. He go by Huey. <laughs> he go by Huey. E- e- H. Hey, Huey, appreciate your time. <laughs> All the very best and, and congratulations. Have we got the song? We haven't got to be done. Oh, you've been. beaten the boys, too. You've beaten the boys. This is the first time ever they haven't found the... Uh... What they will do, we put you back on hold. You can explain who the song is and all that sort of stuff because yeah. they are a little bit slow on the uptake this morning. Good hey, luck, mate. mate. Wherever Good you luck, end mate. up, we'll be following closely. Appreciate it. Well. There he is, Elijah Hewitt. Good young man. Yeah, very confident, but confident in a nice no, way. but like... not in a big head way. Oh, no. Well... He's giving us a helicopter out there. <laughs> 21, Brady Maddox will join us. Brady Maddox, we got. Yes, okay. country and let me tell you Brady Manick made Adelaide his own country on the weekend because he was dominant 25 points including six from three point range a couple of assists a rebound best part about it they had a win over the Adelaide 36ers in this crazy thing called the NBL season Brady Manick has been kind enough to join us Brady congratulations on the win first and foremost and you struck some form mate you must be relieved and must be feeling a lot better about yourself right now thanks for joining us yeah thank you um you know it's yeah, it's, it's it's good. You know, we uh, we, were, we were on a losing streak and, and got to have a win, and you know, I got to have a big big part in that, and uh, kind of get back on my feet. So we just got to build from there and keep moving forward. No doubt about that. So, what, do you feel the heat as an individual? Do you look online? Do you look at newspapers and start to feel oh, the pressure? And then you get your your teammates around you. I'd love to know what your emotion was when you're going through that dry spell. And there's expectation on an import coming into the league, albeit you're only stepping into professional basketball for the first time. How were you coping? And what was your outlet away from basketball to try and maintain some confidence and some uh, some good spirit? Yeah, I don't think it was. Uh... You know, seeing stuff on social media or anything, I think it was more. Uh, I knew, I knew that I wasn't playing well, and it was more internal, and and I needed to to play well, and uh, it really came down to making shots. So I ended up making shots the other night, and uh, I've played the same intensity. I've played just as hard every other night. The only difference was the shot was shot was falling, and. Uh, I made a few and started started getting some more, so it was it was good overall. Um, but yeah, I I I, mean, I needed to step up and and play well, and it was only a matter of time. And I just uh, just glad we could get the win. 
Mate, it says a lot about your mental strength, and that's one of the things that uh, I think you should be prouder of. Because when you're under pressure, it's easy to go into your shell, but you've come out, fought back, and shown us what you can do, and we're very, very excited about that. But can you just tell us? I think people expect someone to come in, dominate straight away, without understanding, I guess, the shake-up in your life and how tough it is to move from one side of the world to another. Yeah, it's definitely uh, something not everybody does. Um, but for me, um, you know, I just, I just, I just need to, just need to make a few shots, a few fall, and uh, you know, I haven't been doing that lately. But you know, you move to a new team, new people. It's, it's definitely uh, going to be a little different, and uh, it probably shouldn't take as long as it did for me to have a good game, but it did. And yeah, I'm just just glad it happened, and, and it's just one. So I gotta gotta put together some more. Right, we got you back. Yeah, here. We don't got worry you about back. that. Don't worry about, don't all, we are all over don't you, and, and big big fans have been from the get go yeah. since you introduced us to Blake Shelton's God Country. <laughs> I tell you right now, but hey, can you just tell us too? Has it been hard to, uh, I guess, figure or not figure out, but just get used to the different dimensions? The, the obviously the arc in in NCAA is different to the arc here in uh, the three point arc in in uh, in the NBL. It's been hard adjusting to that. Um, so I actually think. The three-point line is the same in college now. Uh, I think um, college moved to the same one about two years ago. Yeah, but uh, it, you know, it's, it's definitely it, it's definitely getting harder the, the higher you go and the higher level you play. And then on top of that, uh, help defense and everything. It's uh, you know. It, People space before we got a lot of big long guys, uh, guys that are uh, capable of contesting shots, and you know, it, it is it is tough. But and guys guys are really smart in this league, so mm-hmm. you know to get to get open shots, to make shots, to make a play, it's it's definitely definitely different. And you know it's it's just one of those things you gotta adjust to. I was giving him an out there, Goss. That's called, an, that's called an assist, and he refused to take it. <laughs> hey, Brady, last one for you. We'll let you go, and we appreciate it. How's the coach holding up, mate? John, really, first year taking over of the Wildcats, new personnel, a lot of heat going on him. Um, you know, the media certainly, and, and some of the fans are also getting a little bit restless. How's he holding Relax. up? And he's going to be a guest uh, after 8 o'clock with uh, Mark Duffield here on uh, Mornings with Mark Duffield. So we're looking forward oh. to hearing what he has to say. Um, how's, how's John, really? I think he's doing good. Um, so, so he's uh, someone who definitely doesn't listen to the outside noise. Um, you know, he's talking about being one and um, winning, winning your possession, winning that game, winning that day. And uh, for for me, I, I think he's he's doing great. I think this is also a building point for him as well. And uh, you know, he's. Got a couple of losses. We got a couple of losses, but string a couple of wins together, and, and it'll it'll all fade away, and we'll get back on track. Good on you, mate. Well, let's no, hope yeah. it does. Let's hope it's the launch pad for a a good second half of the season. Of course, uh, we go into the FIBA break now. You don't play a game till November 17 against Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. Well done, mate. You're only as good as your last game, and you are absolutely outstanding. We look forward to seeing more of that. Well played, and uh, enjoy the freshen up, and we look forward to seeing you back on court shortly for the Red Army and the Wildcats. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Brady Manick. Pretty pumped up, old brains, as always. He's a good. He doesn't really get out, unit, didn't he? He doesn't get out of first he's gear. My man, I told you. That's what I like about him. Oh, 
That's off court. I wouldn't mind getting into a few more gears on court. <laughs> <laughs> he was great, and they're back. Let's take a break. Don't forget, you can uh, get your tickets ticketag.com.au now for the next home game for the Perth Wildcats. ハッピーバースデーハッピーバースデーハッピーバースデーハッピーバースデーハッピーバースデーハッピーバースデーハッピーバースデーハッピーバースデーハッピーバースデーハッピーバースデーハッピーバースデーハッピーバースデーハッピ
Uh, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it was um, it was a wonderful celebration last night, and I guess beating South Africa and knocking them out of the World Cup was was one step. But then waiting and, and watching Pakistan and then India win, which basically guaranteed us a top eight finish, which gets us to the the US and the West Indies next World Cup in 2024, which is something that the, the Dutch really need to be at. So, yeah, it, it was a good celebration. Well done. So you, uh, you've you left on a high, which is absolutely brilliant because you're, you're leaving that post after five and a half years and you've, well, you've basically died to uh, get that job done. You've pegged out halfway through it, uh, but you came back to life, which is fantastic. How's everything going in your world, mate, right now? You sound like you're at an airport. Are you coming back to Perth? Are you going back to wrap up overseas? What are you doing right now? Yeah, no, uh, we're actually down uh, in the hotel having breakfast and catching up with guys and sort of saying saying all our goodbyes, basically. Um, I'll head back to the Netherlands tonight. Uh, Obviously, you have my family there and, you know, catch up and reminisce for a little while. But, um, yeah, look, it's been an amazing journey for me. I've loved everything and every part that we brought to Dutch cricket. And, you know, obviously, with what happened to me earlier in the year, it was kind of a a curveball, so to speak. But, um, you know, to get the opportunity to showcase the team in Australia in Australian conditions, uh, I thought was a fitting way to finish. So, um, the yesterday was obviously the... The, the bit that I could never guarantee, could never have just counted on, but um, you know what a day! And like I say, I, I think it, it wasn't just Dutch fans. I think it was cricket fans in general that just love an underdog, and and, and the the underdog absolutely kicked Goliath right in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, and dropped him. Absolutely dropped him. Is that the is that the proudest you've been, Cambo? It's an amazing achievement. Yeah. A couple of wins and, and yeah. to beat someone as as big as South Africa. Yeah, for sure, Scotty. You know, we as sportsmen, I'll always look back and you know the winning Sheffield Shields and one day titles for WA and you know that'll always stand out in my in my mind as my cricket highlights. But um, you know, yesterday is right up there. It was just an amazing feeling. Remembering we have six contracted players, the rest are amateurs against the team that is probably, I believe, I actually picked them to win the World Cup. I thought they were a fantastic uh, T20 team. And, you know, to beat them in all facets of the game and totally outclass them almost, it was a great achievement. And again, I guess the romantic in me was sitting there looking at, it's almost looking at my babies, my children grow yeah. up and, and be on the world <laughs> stage. And yeah, that, that, that was pretty cool. Josh is upset, mate. Yeah. Goss is upset. Is he- no, no, what he said was he spoke to me and said, Scotty, as you know, we as sportsmen, <laughs> you don't understand that. Goss. Cambo, I don't know if you know, I took nine for eight, seven for one, and seven for none in three consecutive weeks. I had a bowling average of 3.6, and I've got the trophy to prove it. So can you not leave me out of those type of conversations, thanks? Mate, you had all the attributes, Goss. You know, if I had got a hold of you as a youngster, being six foot eight or something, you would have been a great fast bowler. He was nine, mate. He was nine years old. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and when I got nine for the other one was a run out, and I got that too. Hey, hey, so, so Cambo, oh, adding to the story. What is what is your future? What do you want to do? Are you pack up and come back? You're going to try and live in Perth. You're happy to go somewhere else. You obviously want to stay involved in cricket of some role. What do you actually want to do? And is there anything in the pipeline? Uh, look, obviously, again, being a bit of a romantic, like when I, what you go through in the year, you kind of sum up and reevaluate. The one thing I know for sure is I love my family dearly and I'll always come first, but I also love the game. And 
I think what cricket has given me over the last 30 years has been unbelievable, and I want to continue in that. So, look, I'll, I'll obviously have the managers working hard on the phones, and, and yesterday helps. Let me yeah, say that. Yeah, it does. Australia's in, dis- uh, Australia's in disarray too. They replaced a West Australian poorly, and it'd be pretty good if they uh, brought another one in. Well, Australia, unfortunately, were just tinkering way too much leading into a, a main tournament, which, like, from an outsider was looking, thinking, what are they doing? But at the end of the day, mate, obviously it's where opportunities lie. Would I love to come home to WR? Of course I would. I'd love to have my kids growing up by the beach. But those opportunities don't come around too often. So, look, a gut feeling tells me I'll probably end up uh, in England or somewhere in Europe. And um, if that's the case, so be it. But like like you all know, I I miss Perth desperately. And, you know, coming back and playing at the stadium the other day and spending an extra couple of days around mum and dad was fantastic. So... Yeah, if there's an opportunity, can you bandy my name around? I'll, I'll come home for sure. I'll come home for cheap as long as I get there. <laughs> cheap. We'll work on it. We'll work on it. Can I ask you what the Dutch uh, choice of music is in the background there? Celebratory music. It sounds really weird. Uh, mate, this is this is the Hilton Hotel, so they're, they're playing their music. But let me tell you, the Dutch... And I have to put up with Dutch kids' music in my car every day. It drives me insane. It's like uh, going round and round in circles. But, um, look, it's a fantastic uh, place. I don't know if you guys had the opportunity to listen to our team song, which obviously is a rip-off of the Richmond song. When, when I came about in the Dutch cricket, I couldn't find the words, obviously, as a Fremantle soccer fan, to, to change the Frio song to a Dutch song. But the Tigers song went pretty nicely. So um, if you get a chance... Watch the boys sing that. It's a it's a pretty cool thing, and that was sung very loud and very uh, with a lot of gusto last night. Yeah, um, no doubt it would have been. We we actually played it last week when you had your other win as well, which was absolutely brilliant. We've uh, we've seen it, mate. It is such good, such good viewing. Uh, who wins the tournament from here? Four teams left from the teams you've played against, and from your observation, who wins the tournament from here, mate? You know, the funny thing is, and there's a lot of things stacking up and lining up towards uh, the way Pakistan had just snuck in, the way Australia just snuck in last year. Um, mate, their fast bowling quartet is outstanding. Um, so, look, anyway, and I know I'm going to sound like I'm sitting on the fence, but those four teams that are in the semifinals are amazing. The Kiwis haven't missed out on the semifinal of a World Cup event. I don't know since whenever. And they continue to, to come to the party. But I guess India's batting is obviously well spoken about it as well. But for, for some weird reason, I just think Pakistan are going to sneak through and then they're going to take on the big hitting of, of England because I think England might beat India. Um, although I did tell Huss last night, I caught up with Mike Hussey last night and he's obviously enjoyed uh, working with the English and it has been a bit weird for him. But I think his boys might slide through and uh, if it's England-Pakistan, that's going to be one hell of a final, that's for sure. Mate, Barry Richards put on Facebook last night, you may have seen it. Oh dear, the Dutch beat us. Only consolation, they had Ackerman, Van der Merv, Cooper and O'Dowd batting in the first four. They're the new Dutch names with laughing emoji. So I can see what the great Barry Richards has to say about that, the South African superstar. So, mate, you've you've got him rattled as well. I'm sure you've got South Australia rattled, uh, South Africa rattled, so you probably won't get a job there anytime soon. No, probably not. But, uh, you know, Barry, he can just throw stones, but he probably doesn't realise that all those boys, their parents were born in the Netherlands. A couple of them were actually born in the Netherlands. So uh, they're very they're Dutch all, all the way through. And, 
not our fault in South Africa. You can't pick a proper team and they give me all the Bang. Don't be throwing that stuff at Cam. Eh? He'll knock you out of the exactly park. Exactly right. Hey, mate, <laughs> congratulations. So proud. So proud as a yeah, West well Australian. Done, so proud of everything you've done. I know it's been a traumatic time for you, mate. Great to hear you up and about. Safe uh, and uh, healthy and, and, and fresh from that huge win. It's one of the talking points of the World Cup. Travel safe back to the Netherlands, and we look forward to following your journey, mate. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Ryan Cambo. We just love talking to Cambo. And, uh, you know, Cambo, when I, when I left uh, another radio station, Cambo went into to my seat. Did he? In, yeah. So you have you have provided a lot of vacant seats for people <laughs> to jump into. <laughs> but he was a terrific yeah. morning show. He was on, um, no, on Nova. He yep. was on Nova. No, beauty. Ripping bloke. And uh, well, I don't know if he'll be as proud as Punch. Yeah, he should and be. Uh, we'll be snapped up pretty quickly somewhere. And, of course, we know that they did sing. They do have their theme song, of yeah, course. Yeah, I want to hear it. Oh, mate, have a listen to this. Hewitt. Oh, baby. He hates footy, doesn't care about cricket. It likes a little bit of a remix. Hey, Snap Fitness, bring us our Snap Judgment. Snap Fitness is on a mission to help you feel fantastic. All I'm going to say is I cannot wait for the next two hours because Mark Duffield's in the studio with Mornings with Mark Duffield. And his first guest has just walked into the studio. Yeah. And he's our man. He's our man. And he's defected over to Duff already. To us, yeah, he asked him to come and do us first, and he said, No, I'm gonna go to Duff. Wow, yeah, anyway, John really is in the studio. Stat Fitness is with you every step of the way. (laughs) Statfitness.com.au, John really, Craig O'Donoghue, Christina Matthews, uh, Ian Healy. What a show lined up for Mark Duffield between the next two hours. Stay with SENWA, catch us up on the podcast. Nice work, nice to have you back. It's terrific to be back. We'll see you tomorrow. Well done, lads. Let's leave you with CISO, and good luck to Elijah Hewitt. Studio.